0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Generation Collaboration podcast produced by Colorado Young Leaders and Youth on Record. This season has been focused on intergenerational leadership across the state of Colorado. Listeners have heard stories from youth and adults who strive to create change within their communities, driven by their passions and making their communities better.
1: And today we are excited to be coming to you from the offices of our partners at Civico with a live studio audience. Our guests today are the founder of Colorado Young Leaders, Nicole Mahombe, and the chairman of Civico, Ryan Heckman.
2: Applause.
0: i let the sky bury me. Thank you both for being here. And uh, before we dive more into our topic of generational change. Nicole, can you tell us a little bit about your story
3: and mission of Colorado Young Leaders? Absolutely. The mission at Colorado Young Leaders is to equip and empower a new generational leader. We believe that is a young person who can identify their passions and then gain purpose through changing the world with those passions. Um, the story really began in 2008. I was a Teach for America oh. core member um, I was placed at Montbello High School. It's no longer a high school. And I had 12, 12 students. Um, they were in ninth grade and they're reading at first grade reading level. I was teaching literacy. Um, I loved books growing up. I thought they opened up the world, they developed empathy, they tell stories. But uh, to be honest, I didn't really know how to teach students how to read. I was an education major. And um, so I thought, well, I'll just give them a pretest, I'll figure out where we're at. And so I gave him a couple minutes and I said, spell as many words as you can. You can spell things like of, or at, or the. Um, just gave him a few examples. And uh, I had one student who just spelled four letter cuss words. And uh, so share out time was really awesome. And uh, <laughs> so I pulled him aside after class and I, and I, I think he thought he was gonna get in trouble. And I just asked him, hey, what do you wanna be when you grow up? Like, what's your dream? And I, you know, he stood up a little bit straighter and he said, I think it'd be cool to like own an auto mechanic shop. My uncle owns one, it's pretty fun to work at. And I said, well, why don't we just read according to that? I mean, we don't have any books in this classroom. We don't have any curriculum. I get to make it up. Um, And so then I went on to ask each one of my students the same question. What do you guys wanna be when you grow up? What's your dream? And so we learned through passion. And so that was, that was my first introduction to education and what, you know, what passion-based learning could do. And while I was in the classroom, I was also getting my master's in experiential education. And um, I, I learned that experiences, when properly put with passion and purpose, could teach us things. They could teach us teamwork and grit and advocacy and empathy. Um, but I really need to figure out how to make those experiences accessible to my students that were in Mount Bella High School. And, um, you know, after some research, I, I looked at our nonprofit landscape here in Colorado. It's pretty amazing. We have over 20,000 nonprofits doing amazing work in the community. And um, I thought, well, what if our students? went into that landscape and they found their passion and their purpose through service, through these experiences. Um, And that's really what was kind of the heart behind Colorado and Leaders. I think that a lot of students, um, they fall into labels somewhere in high school, um, whether that's athlete or um, not the smart kid or the really popular kid. Um, They can be good labels, they can be bad labels, Um, But what Colorado Young Leaders has allowed students to do is explore something else. What does that look like? And um, can we do that through the lens of making our world better? And I think students do, and they can.
1: That's awesome, Nicole. That's a really powerful story. And throughout our podcast, we talk a lot about labels and kind of the negative effect of labels. And I'm so glad there's a nonprofit like Colorado Young Leaders that can help give kids almost a, a second chance and a way to go against certain labels they have. Um, And Ryan, on to you. Can you give us a little bit more about your background and how Civico believes in the power of cross-generational leadership development?
2: I grew up in a little town called Granby, Colorado, and I always felt a little bit like an underdog, you know, just not that cool, Uh, especially when I come to Denver. My town had about... 4,000 people and we didn't have a stoplight at the time. Now we do. It was just a very humble place. And by humble, I almost mean stifling or repressive. I remember vividly taking the school bus into town and looking forward to taking the school bus out of town. So I had this pent up energy when I left this small town to go do bigger and better things. And I discovered skiing at a young age and I went to uh, two Olympic games. I, I competed in 1992 Olympic games in Albertville, France and in Lillehammer, Norway in 1994. And the genesis of all that was like, what do you want to do with your life project I had to do when I was like in the fourth grade. And my, my mom has kept it and it says, I am an Olympian, you know, and what's interesting about that is um I think I was uh either 10 or 11 years old and it was only 5 years later that I was in the Olympic Games in 92. So like that was kind of cool that I took all that sort of pent up energy that I had with the declarative value of saying I was I was already that guy and then did it. And so what that means now is that Civico as an organization, along with Nicole's vision for Colorado Young Leaders, is you know, what if we could give that gift of aspiration to more people across the state? What would that mean for the quality of life and the impact that we all can have at whatever time of life we find ourselves? Uh, I boil that down to the power of leadership. Mm -hmm. And by leadership, I mean just being out in front taking risks and doing those audacious things that um, others may not have the courage to do. Uh, your question about cross-generational yeah. leadership. Uh, brain makes a, a great point about this topic, which is, you know, role modeling goes both ways. Uh, it, it bothers me that we label, to use a word, for example, millennials, this is a word that uh, older people use now almost negatively and millennials probably look at high school students or junior high school students the same sort of labeling and so when we talk about diversity and inclusion um, we all have something to offer each other at any age and most especially older people looking at youthfulness and energy and taking risks. A beginner's mindset is sometimes how it's called. Um, and then on the other side, it's younger people looking at the wisdom of older people. And the big idea is like the, the word and, you know, what is the power of and you don't have to be immature necessarily. You can be immature and mature at the same time. And when we talk about building communities and, and, building this great state of colorado the question is would we be more powerful if we learned from all of these generations and what would that look like i don't know about you all but i find inspiration from my role models at older ages than me and role models here as evidence by sanakshi and Raiden, as evidence that you can be inspired by both older and younger people than us and so i think your question was what is the value of cross-generational learning and i think tonight is evidence that um, we're all better together thank you ryan that's
1: an incredible story and i think talking about how through collaborating with the generations we can really make a huge impact and you're never too young or too old to have an impact on someone's life and even if it's one person's life. It's that ripple effect that they're going to impact someone else. And you're going to change the world by having a small impact on one other person. And you can learn that through collaborating with our generations. So it's a great call out. Um, Nicole, since this room is filled with community leaders and change makers, how can they support Colorado young leaders?
3: Probably start with $1,000 each. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll start there. No free purpose hour. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, I was kidding, kind of. But um, what I'd really start with is asking this question, are you a change maker? Are you a role model? And I have a little formula, I think, for how this room of community leaders, um, because when I do look around, I'm inspired. I'm in awe, how you guys can really continue to be change makers daily. And I think it comes down to this formula of work plus giving plus play plus rest would equal change. And I can break that down a little bit. Picasso said, the meaning of life is to find your gifts. And the purpose of life is to give those gifts away. And I think that first step where work, we all love work, we all value work, Um, and we're using our gifts in our work, but is our work really making a difference? Is it making a civic change? Is it making a difference in someone's life? Um, So that work plus giving piece is huge, but I also think that play piece is huge. I mean, we call our service service adventures because it pushes us out of our comfort zone, It challenges us to explore, to adventure. And I think that if we don't continue to do that in this room, explore, adventure, we can't build empathy for the stories that are out there in the world to change. Um, So playing is a huge part of that piece. And then resting, ultimately, I think this generation can be an example to this generation and vice versa. Of what that looks like, whether that's meditation or prayer or just stopping and reflecting and debriefing, um, that's a huge part of what we do with our service ventures too. Is we have this time to process and reflect, and so I say that's kind of the formula to continue to be a change maker. And that's one call to action that Colorado Young Leaders really needs from from all the people in this room. The other is to engage with young people and ask them what they want to see in the world. How do they view the world and how do they wanna change it? Those conversations can be with your own kids. They can be with your grandkids. They can be with your nieces and nephews, or they can be with a Colorado Young Leader. We have service ventures that need leadership. We have change maker meetings that need speakers at them. We have a board of directors we have Civico that you can engage with. There's so many r- ways that you can stay connected to youth um, and we're happy to provide those. But I also believe that you can do that just with the people around you and the young people that are in your life.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for that message. I feel like across generations, um, older generations, the younger generations, there's definitely a lot we can share with each other as we you know, go, get older and one day end up filling your shoes. big ones to fill by the way um okay uh ryan um i know we talked a little bit about passion earlier so in a couple sentences what drives your passion to make a difference
2: (laughs) i don't answer anything in two sentences (laughs) here's what i'd say about making a difference at least for me it's a daily choice The reality is making a difference for me is a daily decision. What I love about the words make a difference is, like, you've got this word make. And I compare that to the word take. And for me, I kind of wake up in the morning, sometimes, you know, tired and sometimes really energetic. And there's this moment when I decide, do I want to make a difference today? You know, you two have decided to make a difference in your own way um, by hosting a high school podcast for other high school students across the state right i don't know if you want to start but like why are you doing this it's a great
1: question i think my biggest why is growing up i grew up in a place where my voice was silenced a lot i was told kids need to be seen not heard i guess like the traditional view of kids and i quickly realized that I'm not okay with that. And so when this opportunity to be co-hosting a podcast for Youth by Youth came across my table, I was like, wow, my voice does matter. People want to listen to my voice. I want to inspire other youth to step out of that box that people put them in and advocate for their own voice. So I think I really wanted to be on this podcast to let other youth hear my voice because I didn't have that growing up. So if youth can hear me sitting behind a microphone talking to adults, they can do it too. And I really hope that all of our listeners out there are inspired to advocate for their own voice and the voice of others. Like you were saying, Ryan, like if a kid's getting bullied at school, put an arm around them and be like, it's okay. I see you. You do matter. And to all of our listeners out there, like, I see you. You do matter. And no matter your age, no matter your path in life, like you do matter. You have a purpose here. And like we were talking about earlier, like I challenge each of you to make a difference because I know sitting behind a microphone, I can make a difference in one person's life. And I'd love to see all of you guys do the same.
0: very powerful message. For me, this is a little bit more personally, um, but I really wanted to see representation within our communities, and not just our communities, but also our state on social media and beyond that as well. I've always felt a need to look up to somebody. I don't know, just growing up in Colorado, I never really had a specific role model. If anything, my biggest role models are my parents, and. I always wanted to look up to somebody with a similar background who's doing great things in our community and inspiring others. And fortunately now here on the podcast, I'm able to carry that journey into all the stories that we tell. And I'm really grateful to have been given a a platform with CYL to allow our generation to bring to light all these sheltered issues um, that are important to me, such as mental health, diversity, equity, inclusion, and confronting stigmas within our communities through stories that we've actually already shared on the podcast. And I think not only being able to talk, but also using the knowledge and learnings that we gain through listening as a way to call to action. Uh, and ultimately, the hope is to destigmatize all of these topics and create change. Just hearing the stories that we've heard so far, um, I know this generation has strong leaders. I've said this on the podcast before, and uh, I can't wait to see where that takes us in the future as we learn from older generations. Like I said, we definitely have big shoes to fill.
2: May I ask one bonus question?
3: Sure. (laughs) Always off script, always. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Nicole, the humility of saying that I have big shoes to fill What is the reciprocal of that in our generation to provide them with shoes to fill?
3: I think that's a question we don't ask enough. Um, I think it is a tragedy to say that the youth are our future and we're doing nothing to invest in them and to believe in them at the moment. I think it comes down to, are we having conversations? Do we really know youth? Are we really seeing youth for what they are? Are we calling out the potential in them, the skills in them, the innovation in them? Are we doing that daily, as Ryan said? It's a choice, it's absolutely a choice to talk to a different generation than your own. It's absolutely a choice to talk to someone with a different skin color, with a different identity, with a different socioeconomic background And so in that same way, I don't think that we can give all the responsibility of our future to the youth without being part of it. So that is a great question to continue to ask.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. I think as a a youth, it's very powerful to hear you kind of challenging other adults to give us good shoes to fill and like to all of our listeners out there and our live studio audience, like youth will be running the country. (laughs) And I know that's scary, but it's up to you on how good we do. Somebody gave me an opportunity and I took it, ran with it, and now I'm here. So if you give one youth in your life, a niece, a child, a family friend, one opportunity, because I know y'all are connected, You're here. (laughs) Give them one opportunity and you might be surprised with where they
2: take it. And I would just end with a little bit of a challenge to the high school students listening to this podcast is don't be meek. Demand more of the older people around you. You'll be surprised that if you demand more opportunity and demand more inclusion, demand them to be better role models, the response you'll get will be surprising. Uh, I think the call to action is less about the receiving end and more about you all challenging all of us to step up to the plate here. And I want to encourage courage uh, to make the the ask. Demand it.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Ryan and Nicole, for joining us here today on the podcast.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Thank you. All righty. So we are excited to welcome our next guest, Carrie Joy. Hi. Carrie (laughs) Joy is an artist, educator, fellow podcaster, and revolutionary based here in Denver. Welcome, Carrie, and thank you for joining us today. Um, So among the many hats that you wear, you have been the 2022 Denver Art Museum creative in residence. That's a nice title. (laughs) Um, How do you utilize your artistic mediums to inspire civic engagement in today's young leaders?
4: That's a great question. First of all, thank you guys for having me on the podcast. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate you. Um, So to me, you know, when we tap into our artistry, when we tap into our creativity, um, we allow ourselves to be very vulnerable. We allow ourselves to tell stories. I'm a poet, I'm a storyteller, and um, I'm a firm believer that storytelling is an act of solidarity. When we are able to stand before people and talk about the things that we've experienced, a lot of times people are like, wait, I've been through something very similar or maybe I haven't been through something similar. But this is what my experience is. This is what my perspective is. It opens up conversations and it allows for us to feel or recognize that we are way more connected than we are siloed. Um, And so I think when those things happen, um, it allows for us to learn to advocate for each other more because we're learning to advocate for ourselves by speaking up. We're learning to advocate for ourselves by telling our truth and that that inspires people to do the same. And then it inspires us to advocate for each other. Um, One thing that I think is really, really important to understand is that we can't change anything about the world until we recognize the change that we need to make within ourselves. There are a lot of people trying to heal the world but have not healed themselves. And we have to start right here, right? So to me, um, tapping into our creativity, tapping into our play, tapping into our artistry, gives us an opportunity to have these conversations, even though it might look, even though it might have a creative flair to it, um, it allows us to have these conversations so that we're, we're able to advocate for each other in a deeper way. And I think that that's what civic engagement is about, knowing what my neighbor is going through, knowing what you're going through, so we're able to work uh, for a better future together.
0: Uh, I appreciate that I am I think self-advocacy over the years has been something really important Mm -hmm. and I feel like until you can't advocate for yourself and can't take time out for yourself to understand who you really are and work towards your passions there's you can't continue to create change for the rest of the world until you do it for yourself that's facts (laughs) um so Carrie why do you think it's so important to have young leaders be a part of community leadership and activism
4: uh, because well, I think this 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 question is always really interesting to me um, because I think when we actually look at the history of things, it was it's always the youth that have started and led these revolutions, these movements. Um, you know, when we think of um, the likes of Fred Hampson, when we think of Martin Luther King Jr., um, when we think of Malala, when we think of. Um, Angela Davis, you know, we have to recognize the systems that, you know, forced the 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 fatal conclusion of some of these people. But the, the folks that are still alive right now, they started at your age. Right. Um, they all started at very, at very young ages. And so when we look back at the history of movements that have happened, especially within this country, but literally worldwide, it is young people driving everything. And so to me, it's really important to recognize that like I don't. I don't really believe that young people are the future. I think y'all are the present. I see you right now. You're doing things right now. Um, you're able to make change right now. Whether it's in your school, whether it's you know, whether it's finding a way to become elected as soon as you're you're of age, right? There are so many things that you could do in the present moment, and a lot of times we as adults need to take a step back and recognize um, exactly. The perspective that it is that you have, the fresh perspective, you're not, maybe you're not as jaded, maybe you're more idealistic, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's a beautiful and powerful thing that is undermined. Uh, too often. And so I think that that idealism and the energy that you have is vital today. And so I think that we need to do more work to inspire you right now, to encourage you right now. And so this, you know, what you're doing right now is absolutely beautiful. And I'm excited to see how, you know, it grows and expands because I think that you are the leaders of today. That's that's just what it is. So thank you.
1: Carrie, I love that leaders of today. And I think youth really are amazing leaders of today and when talking about generations working together older generations can mentor the leaders of today you can still have an impact on the leaders of today and the younger generations out there like y'all are the leaders and look for a mentor look for people who have had life experiences that you can learn and grow from that's what makes people better leaders is learning from life experiences yeah And I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. But we're not going to let you leave without asking you to help us close our program with one of your new singles, Dreams Happen. Because they do. And thank
4: you again so much for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you guys.
0: Today's episode of Generation Collaboration was engineered by Drake & Co. Photo and & Films and Devonte Parker and edited by David Layden. Our theme song, Find It, was recorded at Youth on Record by Esme Patterson and members of the Youth on Record community. Generation Collaboration is produced by David Layden and Lauren Steve-Pack. Generation Collaboration is a co-production of Colorado Young Leaders and Youth on Record.
1: Learn more about Colorado Young Leaders at coloradoyoungleaders.org. Or on Instagram and TikTok at CO Young leaders. You can learn more about Youth on Record and their programs at youthonrecord.org and on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at youthonrecord. Support of our podcast comes from Civico, an organization activating civic minded leaders across Colorado. Learn more at livecivico.org.
0: Make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media. You can listen to this podcast on the Colorado Young Leaders website, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to close this episode with the song Dreams Happen by Carrie Joy. Thank you again for listening to Generation Collaboration. I'm Sanakshi. And I'm Brayden. And we'll see you next time.
4: I count these blessings, practice my inner session. Ain't no roadmap. I be guessing, leaning on my intuition. Feel the difference in my bones between grinding and lipping. I felt it in the beginning, so I said it. There'll be rhythm, ooh. This shit is kiss me angelic, so I just wing it. It's in my blood to be great. It's in your cause to bear witness. So I dream strong on this mic, so maybe you will feel it. Yeah, I dream strong in this life, hoping we could build it. I- Let's make these dreams happen. Make these dreams happen. Joy, loud, soul snapping. Tell me what i Get rich, my hair napping Get fantastic Tell me what to worry for Cause dreams happen I hope you're ready, yeah, I hope you're ready Feel prepared, my hands are steady Out the blocks like my name, Shelly Casting demons out your belly Every time you're flowing with me I hope you know we connected I hope you can hear our heartbeat It's buried deep within mother I hope you listen clearly I know that you get weary I know cause it affects me uh, I feel the pain, it's heavy can in the rain like Missy It's ghetto here I swear we done forgot who we are Don't know about you but I'm related to them stars I'ma fill my life with quills and golden bars. Before the haters caught in my man eyes I know I can be what I came here for Can't worry about can. limits while I'm breaking down doors Driving through these roadblocks Screaming silly Good.
3: That's
4: up And now you're right, Stay.